Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local Podcast. Here are today's stories from the KMOX Newsroom. It is Tuesday, May the 2nd. I'm Debbie Monterey. I'm Tom Ackerman. And I'm Megan Lynch. The Illinois State Police say there were 72 vehicles involved in yesterday morning's deadly pileup on Interstate 55 near Farmersville, south of Springfield. Six people died. 37 transported to hospitals with various injuries from minor to life-threatening. Farmers had been tilling their fields for planting when a windstorm blew dust across the roadway just before 11 a.m. The visibility was near zero, causing the two-mile pileup. WBBM's Nancy Hardy spoke with a driver at the scene. Layla Arson was driving northbound on I-55 before she and her boyfriend came to a stop at around 11.30. It was super windy, some dust, you know, definitely stormy, but not where we were, not as bad. And then it was getting progressively worse, and... I looked up and I go, is that smoke? And Dave was like, no, I think it's just more dust. And I'm like, I don't know, it looks like smoke. And the next thing I know, everything just comes to a complete standstill. They ended up sitting at mile marker 72 outside of Farmersville for almost three hours. In that time, she says, they saw ambulances and fire trucks from at least five towns responding, some from as much as an hour away. But they couldn't see the accident itself, nor cars heading southbound on the divided highway. KMOX AccuWeather will be mostly sunny today with a gusty breeze, high around 65. It will be chilly tonight with a moonlit sky, low 44. Plenty of sunshine heading into tomorrow. A nice afternoon with a little less of a breeze, high 69. And Thursday, even warmer with intervals of clouds and sunshine, high up to 75. This is AccuWeather Meteorologist Brian Thompson on the Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Relatives of two murder victims worry the accused killers might end up back on the streets because St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner hasn't given them a speedy trial. This is Kevin Colleen. It was a double murder in the Central West End in 2021. A father and daughter, a seven-year-old daughter, shot and killed. And two men who were arrested in that case have been awaiting trial for two years now, while Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner's office has filed, dropped the case, and then refiled charges twice now. At a hearing on Monday afternoon, defense attorneys for the two suspects said this can't go on forever. It's unconstitutional. It's time to let the men go. And the judge in this case, the same one who last week called Gardner's office a chaotic ship without a rudder, he is considering his next move. Circuit Court judges expressing concern over continued resignations of attorneys in the St. Louis Prosecutor's Office. Calling it a staffing crisis, a statement issued by the 22nd Judicial Circuit Court says the departures leave fewer attorneys to prosecute hundreds of serious cases on the trial docket. Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner's office released its own statement in response, saying despite high-profile departures, adjustments have been made to cover the caseload. The office says it is actively recruiting new attorneys. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. Hours before a transgender health care ban was set to take effect, a St. Louis County judge issues a temporary restraining order through May 15th. Judge Ellen Roboto heard arguments last week in a lawsuit against banning trans health care from LGBTQ civil rights group Lambda Legal and the ACLU. In her order, Roboto expressed concern that while the suit is pending, patients already receiving transgender health care would be adversely affected by having to stop because of A.G. Bailey's emergency rule. Roboto also had concerns that trans 
plan's providers would risk ethical violations and being sued for negligence. Rabato found that the suit does meet requirements for success, but cautions Bailey's use of the consumer protection law is, quote, a novel approach that may encroach on a function reserved for the legislature. Maria Kina, KMOX News. Governor Parson has already threatened a special session if Republican lawmakers don't pass the anti-transgender legislation this session. From the KMOX business desk, news on the brewery. The Bud Light controversy, which began April 1st when Anheuser-Busch sent a single custom can to transgender social media influencer Dylan Mulvaney, is now a month in. How is it affecting sales? Michael Calhoun with the numbers. Well, for the week ending April 22nd, sales outside of restaurants and bars, so we're talking grocery stores, convenience stores, other places, sales dropped 26% for Bud Light from the week a year earlier. That's according to Beer Business Daily. Coors Light for the same period up 13%, Miller Light up 14%. So you add those numbers up and it seems to be a one-for-one switch. A county lawmaker takes aim at a city tax in the Missouri legislature. We get the latest. Representative Jim Murphy of St. Louis County gained final passage in the Missouri House Monday for his bill to ban St. Louis City from charging a 1% earnings tax on non-residents who work remotely for city companies. Actually, I think it's theft. When you're charging tax to somebody who you're not entitled to, by any stretch of the imagination. But Representative Marlon Anderson calls it another attack on the city of St. Louis from state lawmakers. Now we have individuals from all over the state who love to come and fraternize and enjoy the St. Louis Cardinals, yet they are steady bringing legislation to try to decimate the city. The city used to rebate the tax to those who lived outside, but stopped doing that when the pandemic led to widespread telecommuting. The bill now heads to the Senate. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. The Missouri House passed a bill Monday to require a salvage license to buy a catalytic converter and make it illegal to possess a detached one. Representative Doug Clemens of St. Anne supported the bill, noting the expense of replacing a stolen converter. I like the fact that we came together across the aisle and put something together that should probably work. And hopefully, fingers crossed, these things start to go down as we move forward because that's economically devastating to folks that work for a living. It remains to be seen if the Senate will take up that bill. A Creefcore pharmacist admitted in federal court Monday to paying kickbacks to marketing companies to generate sales of expensive drugs. 55-year-old Michael McCormick operated a mail-order pharmacy, Go Live Well, that sold the drugs to collect Medicare payments. Federal prosecutors say McCormick billed, the Medica- billed Medicare $4.7 million that they were not entitled to. He faces up to 10 years for each of those two counts he admitted to when sentenced in August. After nearly a decade under development, Chesterfield pharmaceutical company Avidel is ready with a new drug for narcolepsy. The company got regulatory approval for Lumra's yesterday and is ready to bring the drug to market. Avidel CEO Greg Divis tells the Post-Dispatch that narcolepsy is a chronic debilitating neurological condition that can include excessive daytime sleepiness and sudden uncontrollable muscle weakness or paralysis. Avidel has grown from about 35 employees last year to about 120 now. Divis says they will likely add another 10 to 15. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. A big auction of NASA photographs and other artifacts from the moon landing program this week in St. Louis. Selkirk's executive director, Brian Laughlin, says many collectors and museums from around the country are interested. 
How high could the bidding go? Well, we're going to find out on May 5th at 10 a.m. here. That's 5-5, which is also International Space Day and a full moon. Uh, And that's all by design. The auction will include NASA moon photographs, space charts, McDonnell Douglas Apollo items, and other objects that have actually been in space. Selkirk's gallery is located at 555 Washington Avenue downtown. Among the legends remembering former world champion and broadcaster Mike Shannon is Cardinals Hall of Famer Joe Torre. What a fighter he was. He was supposed to pass on, you know, somewhere in the early 70s when he came down with nephritis. And and I, I remember distinctly going to visit him at his home. That's when he was he was sleeping 23 of the 24 hours every day, and he he was the only one that thought he was going to make it. Tory described Shannon as a loyal friend who would do anything for you. St. Louis All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.